0: Welcome to Order Up, the restaurant operations podcast brought to you by Ops Analytica. Hey, this is Tommy with Ops Analytica and I want to tell you about a couple of new features that we've added to our restaurant checklist app. Uh, The first one is our task list scheduler, takes the guesswork out of running your restaurant, lays out exactly a schedule for each day, what's due and when, and we're also really excited to announce our new alerting system. So be alerted uh, in real time when you have checklists that have been turned in late or critical violations in your restaurants that you need to follow up with. Take those features, add them to already the best restaurant checklist app on the market today add in our managed service offering where we'll help you admin the portal as a part of your monthly license fees, and we have a winner. So check us out at opsanalytica.com. That's O-P-S-A-N-A-L-I-T-I-C-A.com, or search restaurant checklist app. Hey, Order Up Show fans, it's Tommy Yanulis here with another episode of the Order Up Show the only podcast that's really dedicated to restaurant operations. I am super excited to have on the phone today uh, Tom Missios Tom and I uh, know each other from back in the Quiznos days, and uh, when I worked at Quiznos, and he worked in Quiznos Canada. And uh,
1: welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you, Tommy. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so uh, Tom, just so you know, I kind of mentioned to you in our pre-shift, our, pre- our pre-shift, our pre there you go, look at that, using the industry jargon already, um, yeah. that uh, <laughs> we always do the same five questions for everybody. And so, and because the first question is really about your bio, um, I'm just gonna kick off with that. So do us a favor and tell us what you're doing today and then sort of take us through your career progression from the, your first job in the industry to where, how you got to where you are today. And, uh, you know, throw out some ages too, everyone likes to know that you started at like seven, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, right now I'm a, a restaurant consultant in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And, uh, prior to this, as you, everybody else, I started in the restaurant in, in, industry as a, as a dishwasher, um, kind of worked there for a while while going to school, um, I uh, then moved over to the front counter serving sodas, desserts while going to school. Um while there I really fell in love with the restaurant business. Uh, my passion really showed because I you know I love doing what I do. Uh after I completed my uh education, uh I started work for a company called O'Toole's Roadhouse. Um they were just starting just then, uh, I, I got a job as a, as a manager. Uh, while working there, I kind of uh, learned quite a bit from the systems they use, how they did things, and uh, the owners of that particular tools made me uh, an operating partner, which was great for me. Uh, that was at an early age in my career. I learned quite a bit. Um, operating that store, uh, we did about $3 million a year in sales, which is a pretty big number back then. Um, it was very successful, busy open to close. Uh, after that, we I uh, opened up uh, another O'Tools, and I became uh, a full partner in that. And again, you know what? Uh, we went on to become very successful in those two brands. I'm not sure if everybody knows, but uh, O'Tools is now Circorp, which is. In Canada here, Jack Astor's, the Loose Moose, uh, and a whole bunch of other brands under one umbrella. They're very popular and very, very big in, in our area. Um, after my tools, uh, I ventured into Pizza Pizza. Uh, I first uh, started with a franchise. Um, I operated that one for eight years, so I'm really versed on uh, standards, operations, what needs to be done to be successful. Uh, one of my stores was top five in the chain for a number of years. And, uh, I, at that time there was, I had 14 drivers, uh, on a, on a given Friday night, uh, which was a big, big thing in those days. Cause, uh, you know, uh, we had the 30 minute or free guarantee, which, which was, uh, implemented then. And, um, uh, what year is this roughly the, just out of curiosity? Ooh. That was uh, most likely to 1993 to about – no, before 93, it was up to about 1996, I believe. Oh, cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know what? Um, I was really intrigued by the full-service industry in the restaurant business. So then I I opened up a sports bar called Whiskey sports bar and grill uh, up in this area and uh, that one again it was by myself everything from operations to marketing very successful at that one um, after that I did uh, I work for Wendy's and Tim Hortons at that particular time they're combined in uh, as one but now uh, they're owned by somebody else now Wendy's is a great corporation uh, They really understand their their systems and controls that's what kind of uh, got me a little more intrigued in how everything works and uh, that's where I learned to really successfully analyze data operations standards and uh, as everybody knows that you know you do standards operations and uh, yeah QSR the sales were up automatically you know go up and profit grows right After Wendy's and Tim's, I joined Quiznos. Uh, Quiznos, (laughs) when I started, Quiznos had 150 locations.
0: In Um, Canada or the U.S.?
1: uh, That was in Canada only. Uh, We, we, as a member of the Canada team, we grew to over 400 locations, including, including we opened up 100 locations in one single year, which I don't know if that's a record, but it might be close to a record. Um and that's where I think uh, I used my expertise to kind of um teach and coach the franchise partners in the system to increase their profitability, right? Um I drew up on years of operational experience coupled with uh dedication, right? Um and that was that was about it for me and after Quiznos that's when I decided, hey, uh, I th- this business is in my blood. Um, I know restaurant people understand what that means. Um, so that's when I started my uh, ERC, restaurant consulting company, which I'm doing right now.
0: And just so people know, Quiznos Canada did not see the same decline in unit units that Quiznos the U.S. did. Isn't that correct?
1: That's very correct, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, when Quiznos, the U.S. was shedding thousands of units over, really, I guess the peak was in 2007 when they broke 5,000 total units. And then in 2008, when I joined, we were losing units, but we were still in the high fours, you know, um, when I got there in like January. And then uh, when I left, I mean, now they're down to about 1,000 units Total under like the yeah. actual Quizzes umbrella but canada's stayed canada hasn't had Pretty the same steady. erosion at all like they may have lost yeah. maybe like 50 units
1: yes they're, they're probably losing around 50 units but uh, not as uh, uh the stores were operating on a higher level the average unit volume was a lot higher than the u.s so uh, i believe the operations part of it had a lot to do with it because yeah. uh Working for Canada, we had some great leaders up here. And uh, one of the things they focused on on is uh, running great operations and systems. That was a big thing. And that's what I think uh, helped a lot of the franchise owners. And uh, that's the reason I think Quiznos Canada was uh, a little, a lot more better than the state.
0: Sure. Absolutely.
1: Cool. So uh,
0: let's move on to question number two. Uh, what is the pro- big project or initiative that you're working on right now?
1: Well, right now, I'm, uh, my major focus right now is uh, helping uh, restaurants understand uh, the importance of social media marketing. Uh, that's my big project I've been working on for a little bit. Uh, the way things are kind of looking nowadays is uh, if, you don't, if you're not active in social media, uh, people aren't able to find you. Everybody has a cell phone or a smart, smartphone. Um, it's important that you understand that uh, when they're looking for a restaurant, you got to show up and you got to be ready. Uh, that's a big thing. I'm, I've been working working on lately, Tommy.
0: Cool. And so like, and so are you doing them? i sorry. Is it like a consulting service where you'll come in and help them build their marketing and get it implemented? Or is it uh is it more of an educational thing and then you're passing them on to other vendors?
1: Well, it's, it, first of all, I try to educate them on uh, how business is done nowadays because before when we first came in business, you just stood at the cash and there's a big lineup at the door. Well, those mm-hmm. days are gone a long time ago. So now you got to take different avenues. You got to understand that how important it is for you to be in touch with your guests in in not only social media, but when we get to your store. Now that's, that I I coached that up quite a bit, Tommy. And what I have is I'm working with other third-party partners that understand the business much better than I do, sure. social media awareness. And that's what that's how we've been, uh, we, I've been doing business and trying nice. to work on that. Cool,
0: awesome. Um, what is one thing in the industry or your business that's keeping you up at night?
1: One of the things that I kind of uh, is keeping me up at night is having the owners, the franchisees, or the people who own the restaurant understanding how important the guests that you have right now to keep them coming back. Some of them don't understand. If your guests come in today, okay, and it's a regular customer that comes in twice a week, whatever, twice a month or four times a month. That's the guest you got to focus on right now to make sure he doesn't go somewhere else, because it's really tough to get people coming out as, as a, a new trial. But uh, that's the big thing that kind of uh, uh, worries me right now. People understanding, hey, you better keep what you got and we're and build on that.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, we preach nonstop. Uh, through our blog, and I think through on these podcasts as well, and then obviously through our, our product, that, uh, you know, operations, good, great operations are your best marketing tool because it costs so much money to get people in the door. And, and And it takes so much time and energy and effort to get people in the door. But great operations sell themselves. When people come into your restaurant, they get a. They go to a clean restaurant. They have good service. The food's delicious. All their expectations are met by uh, through operations. Then guess what? They they become your biggest marketing when they they're your biggest marketing dollar because they're coming back and they're bringing their friends and you know and and they're the lifeblood of a business and so. I get very frustrated because I'm like, dude, everybody's trying to find this magic bullet that's going to increase sales, but operations are the only thing that will really increase sales for the long term. You know what I mean? It's just running great restaurants.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? There's only four ways to increase your business, okay? Uh, one of one of them is keeping your re- your customers that you have right now. And the second one is upselling your customers. The third is having make sure they come back for a specific party or whatever. And the fourth is having systems in the store. If you don't have systems and controls, I think you're already missing missing the boat already. So uh like you said earlier, there is no magic bullet. Uh all you gotta do is make sure your controls and systems are in place and you're successful in analyzing your your business, that's the only way today to be to stay on top of everything else. There are certain people out there who understand what it takes to make money. Uh, we have a number of brands in Ontario here in Toronto that really understand guest service, and they give it to, our, to the guests. And there's other people. Uh, they're out to lunch, so uh, people just do not go back to places where they don't feel wanted. When they go to a place, you got to feel that you're getting a great experience. Just like you said earlier on, when you go to a store, if it doesn't smell clean, neat and it's not organized and if everybody's in uniform and everybody understands their job you know people don't come back you know if it's not one of those places so very important that yeah. uh, you know people understand the systems and controls got to be in place
0: yeah and I, I i'll tag on to that too that when you like everybody's so concerned like you know and i remember this at quiznos all the time too like we would hear this all the time when we would open up a store close to another store and and I understood this too for sure because it would impact people's bottom line. But like a lot of times too, restaurateurs are their focus is completely outside of their four walls. Oh man, that new strip center across the street's opening up, and they've got a pizza shop in there too. And you know this or that, or they're always focused on everything that they can't control, right? The marketing and 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 taxes and. Um, wages and what's competition doing and all these other things and it's very easy to look at all that other stuff and go well that's why i'm not doing well but you have to control what you can control in your own four walls right and once again it goes back to just the basics like running restaurants isn't complicated it's also not sexy all the time either right it's not like you see on tv it's a lot of grunt work but it is it's just it's it's executing every single shift, day-to-day, shift-to-shift, no matter who's managing, no matter who's working the restaurant, that you uh, your guests are getting a consistently great experience every time. And you can control that. You can't control what happens across the street or what happens in the legislature, but you can control what happens within your four walls. You can taste your food before you serve it. You can train your staff. You can hold yourself to standards. And, and when you do that, you you provide great experiences and it takes a long time and it's slow, but that's also where you build that great base of a restaurant where it's just, it just does well. You know what I mean? So
1: Mm -hmm. one of the things I coach on quite a bit, Tommy is, uh, you know what, just like you touched upon, you know what? Local store marketing is very important nowadays. If you don't, if you can't market your store within your four walls, within, your four blocks, within your four kilometers, as we say in Canada here. It could be miles in the States. But uh, that's the big thing nowadays for local store marketing. And sometimes I, I would talk to a franchise, uh, are, are you marketing your store property? Uh, they'd say, uh, uh, what do you mean? I said, are you absolutely doing the best quality job you can do for your customers, for your guests right now? I said, if you don't think Equality is an important part of your business. Then you know what you might be thinking about. You know uh, another uh, line of business which doesn't involve that kind of stuff. Right. Very important. Just like exactly what you said, Tommy.
0: Well, and you know franchisees too fall into a big rut for all the franchisees out there. Don't fall in this rut. So all the franchiseors take ad fund money generally, and it, it depends on how big your chain is and what they're doing. But you know I've heard it as low as one percent up to like I think Quiznos we were a four percent of sales goes back to the ad fund. But that doesn't negate local store marketing and its importance of running a successful business and so many franchisees that i would talk to when i was doing franchise assistance program at quiznos they'd be like no i pay four percent of my sales to the ad fund well the ad fund goes to making national commercials it goes to paying movies to say your name in the movie and it goes to gigantic coupon drops that are going to plaster an entire area right but you're still responsible for sponsoring the baseball team or the hockey team in Canada. You're still responsible for, you know, going out to the schools and the car dealerships and all those places that, for instance, car dealerships bring in lunches on weekends, you know, Uh you've got to be making those relationships yourself or, you know, you're never going to stay in business because you're giving away, especially in a franchise, you're giving away the top, you know, Five to ten percent of your sales is gone, and that's generally the profit margin, so you have to make up for that with high volume to get that money back in your pocket
1: absolutely, absolutely correct honey
0: cool, so let's move on uh to quite, uh, we're cranking through this thing today um uh, number four, what is the one thing that you thought the industry would be doing right now that it isn't like a bulk trend type of thing well,
1: you know what uh I kind of thought the industry might be more involved in, uh, like I said, we talked about earlier on, uh, social media awareness, right? That's the big thing I still think that's missing right now, right? Um, there are some guys who do a great job out there, and some guys are not. Uh, that's one of the things I still think I'd like them to kind of uh, focus more on. Um, like I said, there's people who are really diligent about uh social media, and there's other people. Another thing, you know what, um, I would go to uh, a restaurant, a, a chain that has maybe 15, 20, 30 stores, and I'd ask them, you know what, uh, who is managing your website or who is uh, 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 changing anything in your web? Oh, I don't know. I haven't changed my website for, I don't know, 10 years. Well, I said, that's the thing that another thing that kind of Uh, bothers me in the industry. These guys are not as diligent about that kind of uh, uh, business uh, dealings with, you know, with uh, social media, uh, website updates, uh, running contests on the website, on Facebook, on whatever have you, right? That's one of the things that I, you know, kind of... uh,
0: You know what I've noticed too along those lines is that the big companies are good at doing stuff at the macro level right? Like saying, hey, Quiznos, like here's a coupon at Quiznos or whatever. And, I don't, and I'm just using throwing Quiznos out as an example, but where it really falls down for the franchisors is that ability to get the social media down to that local level. Like, I don't think anyone's really cracked the code on that yet where like, because, you know, let's be honest too, these guys are running restaurants, like, so they're, they're it's hard for them to find the time to do it. and And we have a you know between the millennials and the guys that are actually own the restaurants right now there's a big age gap and so they might not be as comfortable with technology but then again your your entire restaurant is is staffed by millennials so even if you're not good at social media there's a there is a waitress a bartender a counter employee who's amazing at it you know what i mean so tap into your yeah. own resources within your own restaurant and pay the guy 50 bucks a week to send out tweets or take pictures of food or you know do something to just you
1: know keep your site updated
0: mm-hmm. and uh, stay in front yeah, of that's,
1: people yeah of course that's that's the big thing keeping in front of people in many more ways than just you know when they come to your restaurant right so yes that's uh cool. exactly where, where i was going
0: awesome Okay, so we're on question number five, man. We are just moving and grooving in this thing. So, uh, I tell, we? You have a, yeah, we are. Uh, I bet some of these things go like over an hour. Um, but, like, that's a little long for the listeners is what they've told me. So, um, mm-hmm. recount one, a funny story or just a funny thing that you saw in your career or a horrible thing, just like some kind of cool, funny, crazy, horrible thing that you've witnessed in your career. Okay.
1: I, I I kind of uh, – I'm going to go back to my pizza, pizza days. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, like one of my stores was really successful way back then. Um, you know what? I'll give you an example. I mean, on a Friday night, we would do like probably 300 deliveries wow. on a Friday night alone. Now, uh, there was one time on a Friday member, I remember very clearly, there was what uh, – three or four of us in, in, in the store. And plus, uh, this was over lunch. Usually over lunch, we have two drivers and maybe, I don't know, 10, 20 deliveries from 12 to three, eleven to 3. This particular day, it snowed. And the snow would kept coming down and coming down and coming down. What happened is we got, as we call it in our business, slant. We have 50 deliveries by 2 mm. o'clock in the afternoon. And we said, holy tornado, how are we going to do this? Um, What happened is uh, the drivers took a long time coming back because of the weather. Now, I had to go out on delivery. The other guys in the kitchen had to go on the delivery. Um, That was a a really horrifying experience because (laughs) if you understand what I'm talking about, in that business, uh, we had 30 minutes of free, but when it's a snowstorm, what they do is they take the guarantee off. But even if they... Take the guarantee off. There's so much snow on the ground. It's really hard to move around. Uh, we managed to get the deliveries there, but n- not in 30 minutes, absolutely for sure. Um, but that was a very hectic, horrific day that I'll never forget in my life. It was like <laughs> from, from 11 until 3. I mean, 50 del- now, there's stores now that are doing 50 deliveries the whole day, <laughs> wow. you know? Uh now back then over lunch that was like a tremendous amount of deliveries usually the 20 max on a good day you know uh but you know and that's the thing that sticks out in my mind quite a bit Tommy.
0: that's funny well tom thank you so much for being on the show today uh real quick if you want to promote anything or and send anybody to your website or what you're doing uh from your business perspective please uh take this time to go and let everybody know what you're up to
1: sure um uh, I I consult on 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 a, I'm an operational specialist in the restaurant industry. Um my website is erestaurantconsulting.ca. Uh you'll find everything there that I do. Uh the main things I focus on is uh menu engineering, recipe costing. I do what we call a restaurant observation evaluation. Uh that one there is a 3-day uh, job from one opening shift, one mid-shift, one closing shift. I look at everything from how you open, how you close, service times, temperatures, uh, checklists, uh, P&L, a um, whole large number of things. So after the three days, uh, there's a report written up on how you can improve by utilizing controls and systems, back of the house. Uh, Possibly, if you, um, you know, if you're analyzing your numbers correctly, uh, if you, you know, I mean, your P&L shows quite a bit on where you can uh, make adjustments to make uh, to save money, right? Um, another thing I also do, like we talked earlier, is I promote social media Also also uh, SEO uh, for uh, websites. Sometimes, you know, what websites if you don't keep up with them. Uh, they don't load as fast they're not updated uh, i i I kind of uh, I, I do that quite a bit actually um, and uh besides that, I also coach on systems and controls uh one of the most important things I talk about is checklists checklists uh, help your people understand how to do their jobs properly and checklists and operations are your biggest Single thing you can do in your restaurant to improve your your sales, to improve everything you do in the restaurant. Everything comes down to because I come from a you know systems and controls place, from not only from Quiznos but from Wendy's and all the other places I worked at, right? Um, and that's the things that I kind of uh, uh, talk about a lot. But besides that, you can download uh, the, my PDF on there. I, I do a lot more than that. Besides, I do business plans. I do uh, um many, many many things you know um if you're not sure how to do something uh I, I you know what if you need an extra strategy we can do that in your restaurant if you want to sell your restaurant uh, i can do that for you uh we also have do what we call branding sometimes i go to a restaurant and i see uh wow uh the menu is from 25 years ago the logo <laughs> from 35 years ago So the first thing we talk about is, hey, if you want to be noticed, you've got to rebrand your restaurant uh, all the way from the logo to how you look, to your inside, to your POS system or whatever have you, right? And uh, yeah, look me up at uh, erestaurantconsulting.ca and uh, feel free to book a consultation with me um, uh, anytime, uh, 30 minutes uh, free consultation by phone. Uh, also, I have a virtual p n l analysis on the web so if you if if you're out of ontario if you're in d c or Halifax or Nova Scotia or whatever you are um if you go and uh, input your numbers if you want to know your numbers for one month two months a year, you can just put tell us the date put your numbers in from your uh, p n l and we'll give you an analysis right there on the spot uh within forty eight hours um yeah, so that's it, Tommy. That's about
0: it. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much for being on, Tom. And uh, thank you guys for listening to the Order Up show. And we're going to keep having the podcast come out. And uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to the show. And we appreciate our guests for coming on and spending some time with us. Thank you guys so much. And have a great weekend. Take care.